podcast number 89. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, the misunderstanding in genders. Like, well, we, we have a big misunderstanding when it comes to each other. Um, I think that some of the problems lie with men not understanding women nowadays and women not understanding men just in general. Right. I know that's a big problem for women because women put women ideals on men. Men and women think very differently. And uh, I think that's something that stems from a lot of big misunderstandings, especially with men. Uh, men have this concept of women being like back in the old days where, you know, women's didn't, women didn't have as much liberation. They didn't have much rights. Uh, women were different um, and they kind of knew their place in society, but society has changed so much. So different rules apply and you have to adapt. So thinking that you can move in the same way in which your your parents did or your grandparents did, and you might be taking advice from these people, but society is totally different. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. Let's get into it. Um, we're going to play the the simp anthem. This is the simp anthem. Um, uh, music soul child. This is the most, it's a beautiful song, but it's the most simp anthem. Um, and I, I can't even cover the topic anymore because I already did this topic a millions of times. But let's get into the song. It's called Music Soul Child uh, by Music Soul Child. It's called You and Me. And uh, and then we'll get into the podcast after this. Let's make sure there's no commercials on this bitch. I knew that shit was going to happen. I'll fucking fuck you commercials. God damn it. <laughs> And you 
you don't ever have to worry about me as long as you keep it real. Whatever's on your mind, speak on how you feel. Stay true for me, never lie to me. And don't ever keep no secrets, no matter whatever, whatever. No, you, girl, you know what I mean. They can say what they want. But it'll never change my views Cause they'll never know you The way that I know you See, I'm trying to share the rest of my whole life with you And if we gotta be alone So be it, babe And if they can't understand our love So that was uh, "You and Me" by Music Soul Child. All right, okay. Let's let's not. <laughs> that was "You and Me" by Music Soul Child. So that was basically the simp anthem. There's this one line in the song where he says, uh, "I wouldn't care if you were a prostitute, and and if that uh, you hit every man that you ever knew. See, that would make a difference if that was way before me and you, right?" absolutely crazy absolutely absolutely crazy right so uh you know that's you know the same anthem but i just thought it was a good song and 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 it goes a part of back to you know society how they uh you know they betatize us over time and and then uh they like you know condition us to be simps but you know that doesn't serve us well we're and maybe that would have worked at a different time but no it, it is totally different, totally different time. You have to adapt to the times, but let's get into the topic. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, the misunderstanding between the genders, right? There's a big misunderstanding between each other and, uh, you know, men don't understand women and, and women, I don't, most women don't understand, right? Men have a, a vague understanding, a vague understanding to where, you know, it's enough to know that they can't do certain things, but you have the masses aren't aware of this. You know, there's only a small percentage that will ever learn this stuff. And then even still, there's a big percentage that that are aware of this element of relationship dynamics and. They still fail to act upon it. Right. Like I have co- I have clients who I give them straight up commands and they have a hard time just implementing it. And the only clients that I have 
that have issues with their relationships that are not successful are the ones who don't listen. It's simple. It's simple. And the ones who take the knowledge themselves and can put the pieces together, they have success. And these guys, some guys are not even clients. And I think that's just uh, a lack of faith in the stuff that they're hearing from me. They might have faith in it and listen to the TikToks and they join Patreon. And then when they get that exclusive content on Patreon and it's a bit uh, it's a bit ballsy, right? And they can't implement it, then you wonder why. But I think the masses aren't aware of this. And a lot of men and women get hurt because they have certain ideals. They have this false ideal. See, society's still pushing this relationship ideal from, you know, the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Now, I'm not saying that that's not ideal, and I'm not saying that that's something that, that can be done. But if you live in a free world, right, places like America and where uh, the UK or Australia, where they have, uh, where we have a society where things are a little more liberating and a little more free and the rules are bent a bit. Usually, I don't usually get clients that come from like, you know, Middle Eastern countries or Pakistan or India or China, shit like that. Because why? Those countries are different. They don't face the same problems that we face, right? And uh, and relationships are kind of doomed nowadays. Um, I did a whole podcast on uh, why technology has ruined it. But let's get into the nitty gritty. And let's start with women. Why women misunderstand men and some of the things that they misunderstand, right? Um, now, I remember having a conversation recently with, uh, with one of the females that I talked to. One of them I had a, uh, I had a conversation with her recently. And, um, and uh, you know, she, mute uh, your mic. We had a conversation recently and um and she just was very very sad and very upset because she just couldn't understand why she's dealing with a situation where she has to tolerate me talking to another female. And now we're not girlfriend uh and boyfriend, we're not in a in an official relationship, we're not married. Um, although those discussions have come up. But it's very frustrating for her because she she can't understand the reason why, right? So women have this ideal that it's supposed to be one man for one woman, right? And there are some men like that. There are some men like that. But when you're speaking to a quote-unquote high-value male, and what is a high-value male considered to be? Not only a person that makes a lot of money, but a person that has a lot of options, a lot more options than average, right? somebody who's desired by multiple women, somebody who's making an X amount of dollars, um, somebody who has this popularity, somebody who fits our hypergamous nature. Women usually want somebody, a man who's strong, ultimately somebody who they think is better than them, right? They might not overtly say that, but that's what they want, right? And a lot of people are successful because they convey that. They can convey that with their looks, but looks don't always, always get you in the door. Looks can also just, uh, you know, get you to the door. But then when you get the personality and then you have all these things that come equipped with it and they see that, okay, this person is, uh, this person is higher value. This person is ultimately better than me. Right. But women don't understand that when you want that, there's a lot of things that come with it. There's a lot of things that come with it. 
these men are going to have a lot of women, right? And some of the problems is, you know, we have this ideal, the women, society has this ideal that, oh, this is my man. But a lot of girls don't understand your man, if he's considered to be quote unquote high value, if he has, if, if he's even decent looking and you're not his girlfriend, or you want to, most likely he's going to be fucking other girls because you got to understand it is not, it is not natural, right? Men are naturally a little more on the polygamous side. And uh, women might debate that. Even some men might debate that. But if you look historically throughout history, even if you go back millenniums ago, right? If you look at religion, if you look at the king and queen system, because even kings who had one queen still had concubines. Kings still had multiple wives. Kings had... uh servants, kings had slaves. They did, they had their way with them, right? So even if you say, yeah, they had one wife, uh, they still had multiple women one way or another. If you look at the Bible where, uh, you know, some people say, you know, well, Christianity doesn't put any restrictions on having multiple wives. It doesn't. It doesn't. The Bible doesn't. That's man that does that. That's the church that does that. Because the Bible doesn't. Right. You look at some of the prophets in the Bibles, they had multiple wives. Solomon being the most, <laughs> you know, the, the craziest example, he had 700 wives. I don't even understand that, how one man can have 700 wives um, and 300 concubines. This man literally probably saw everybody he thought was pretty and made him a wife. Right. Because that's the righteous thing to do. You know, sex before marriage is not something that uh, is um, was popular, especially amongst people of the book. Um, but you have to understand that this was done. And some people say, well, why would God allow that? But you got to understand back then, only today that women have uh, different roles in society. Right. So back in the day, if you look at biblical times, um, women, if you weren't married, if you weren't uh, being taken care of by your family, you were either a servant, a slave or a prostitute. Right. And those weren't strong positions to be in. So back in those days, having a having a husband was ultimately a goal. It was ultimately a goal. So and when you see something like that, and then you wonder why some people say, why did God allow this? Because that and it is the nature of man. And then on top of that, women outnumber us. There are lots of different reasons, even if you want to break it down scientifically. But the problem is society today, women say, oh, this is my man. That's it. I'm not sharing my man, this and that and the third. But if we were a little open more to this idea, then um, I think a lot of hearts wouldn't be as broken. And people don't understand that. But people don't understand history and people don't really understand where they come from. Now, today, supposedly, you know, most women want a small percentage of men. And then these are men that are more, more desired. Now, today it's uh, and it plays on their hypergamy and goes back to wanting the money. Right. They want 20, 20 or 15 percent of that one percent of men who are making one hundred thousand dollars or more, <laughs> which I'm proud to say your boy falls into that category now. <laughs> but no, uh, focus up. So but they want these kind of men. But those men have the best options. Now, when you say most women want them and they're in the 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 small percentage of men are getting all the women, obviously, you can break that down on different levels. So 
on that level, these are those men are getting the high quality women. All those women on Instagram, those best look, the best looking girls, the nines and tens. You don't see them that often because they're on fucking private jets and and in some billionaires' house, right? Uh, and they just go to different events and they attract different type of things, uh, and they get the they get the best of the pickings. Now, if you look on, if you look on a lower level, um, you look if you go like on some of the dating apps, right? And and this and if this person is conveying a good profile, where he has where he's conveying conveying abundance, or if he's conveying that. Uh, he's very good looking, a model. Maybe he looks like he's desired. Most women are swiping right on these guys, right? So what you look at is most of these guys um, are getting getting majority of the women, right? And that's why, and that's how it falls into, but women don't understand that. And they might get upset and say, why am I going through this? Men ain't shit. Why men got to always be fucking with mad girls? Why men got to do this? But one thing that they're missing that this is in a man's nature. It is a part of who a man is. A lot of women won't accept that because this is the rhetoric that society feeds us that, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, that's that's if he doing that, then he ain't for me. Well, even if even if he if you think your relationship is perfect, I promise you he is fucking other girls. Not all. Of, now, now, I'm not saying this is all cases. Some men, some men are loyal. Some men are loyal. Some men can be with one woman, but usually these are not the type of men that they want. Unless the unless this person's like a high paid basketball player, a high paid fighter where he's focusing on his career and he really doesn't have time for for entertaining other women. And that's usually fighters. It's usually fighters because those basketball players, they got the, the best of options. If you look at some of the stories when it goes back to fucking these uh, Magic Johnson and and all these other guys back in the day, they had girls waiting outside their camp, had girls waiting outside their hotel room, especially when they went to other towns. These guys were having sex with thousands of women. Thousands a year. They were having orgies. It was racking up, you know, five and six, seven girls at one in one day, right? The higher value men, they have these type of options. They are having these type of options and women don't understand that. You know, uh, you know, women don't understand that um, this is something that comes with it. It's something that comes with the territory and especially especially when you want that. Now, I'm not saying that polygamy is not for everybody because, you know, even Quran, Allah does say you have you can have up to four wives. And this is this is one of the largest practice religion on earth. But 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 uh, yeah, Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain had like 20,000 bodies, but uh, Allah doesn't say in Quran that it is better for you to have one. And I can understand that there is a benefit of having that that connection, that sexual connection with one person. That's a good thing. Right. Um, and uh, just building that that different type of connection. with One person is very desirable and it's very comforting. Uh, you don't put yourself at risk for having STDs. But and there's so many other things that 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 can come from the benefit of having one. And it's a lot easier and it's not as much of a, as a headache. And ultimately, most men aren't going to be having these type of options, but they still have the desire to be wanting one more than one woman. That's why you usually get a lot of cheating cases and stuff like this. And and, and I think that's one of the biggest things that women don't understand in, in society today. And then a lot of men ain't shit. A lot of men get called this, that, and the third. But, you know, being one woman is not for everybody. 
and being with multiple women is not for everybody. But every once in a while, man, slip up. Some may never find out. Women do it nowadays too, but that's a change in direction. That's a change in society. You know, they were doing it back then, but not as much. And if they were doing it, they weren't publicized. Now it's just free reign. It's just free reign, right? Women are no ashamed about it. They got hoes. They're telling some guys and some of these simp guys that are trying to fall into that rhetoric of society saying that, oh, happy wife, happy life. You got to give in to her. You got to chase her, right? They're, they're okay with it. They're okay with it. Now, when it comes to men, there's a lot of things that men don't understand when it comes to women. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that men don't understand when it comes to women. And uh, it's a lot. And I would think one of the biggest things is that men don't understand is um, thinking that having game is playing games. Because once you understand a female's nature and you understand what hypergamy is, you understand that that female nature is women want strong men, right? Women want a man that is ultimately they feel is better than them. And you can have that without necessarily having a whole bunch of money. You can have good game. You know how uh, to you know make her happy. You know that necessarily you can't always put her first. And once you understand that, then you understand that if you're not a rich person, if you're not a person with, that has a, a value that on your career where you're a high position in society, high status type of person, then you have to compensate for those things if you want the, the creme de la creme, if you want the best of the best, right? Because it's, it's a lot easier accessible for you when you're in a high position. But if you're not, then you have to understand, okay, well, if I'm not in this position, then I have to have good game. I have to convey what, with my actions and with my attitude that I'm high value. I have to convey that other girls want me showing pre-selection because obviously we know guys with money and guys in those high value positions in those positions of uh, in society that are, you know, desired. They're pre-selected. We know women want them. You don't have to question if a woman wants Justin Bieber or Drake or Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio, right? Uh, you don't have to question that. We know it. That's that's a given. That's a given. So once men understand that, Having game is not playing games. It really is. It's being smooth. It's knowing the right things to say. Some people call it manipulation, but whatever the fuck ever. Women manipulate all the time, right? But it's tough because society tells you to do different. And now even furthermore, so with society being feminized and you have this whole thing, this whole bullshit called toxic masculinity, anytime a man is being a man, right, uh, he's, he's scolded for it and condemned. And then... And then, uh, then you have this, uh, then you have this thing where, where, um, you know, men feel as if they need to cater to women. When men feel as if they need to cater to women. And then when they feel as if they need to cater to women and then they start showing a little masculinity and they're condemned for it, then they're like, oh, let me go back to pandering to this girl. Let me go back to catering to her. Let me go back to saying and doing anything that she wants because they believe that's the right thing to do. But the moment you do that um, and you start catering to her and she feels as if she has her way, that turns some women off. And the woman that doesn't turn off, they take advantage and they punish you for it. Right. So you have this a lot of men who say, I'm, I don't want to play games. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to play games with this person. Right. Oh, that I shouldn't have to do that. If I have to do that, then uh, you know what? That person is not for me. OK, cool. Then you're not going to get a woman that's worth anything. 
you know, you're going to get you a female that, that is, uh, you know, that is, uh, <laughs> that's probably not so good looking. You're going to get you a female that is, um, that is, uh, you know, that you're not ultimately satisfied with. But if you want the eights, nines, and tens, and you want a girl that's a little more beautiful, and nowadays you don't even have the eight, nine, and ten. You could have a six, a girl that's barely decent looking, but has a, an amazing body. Or a girl that's just a little well-rounded, but a, a fairly decent looking. And... And with that being said, a lot of men don't understand that having game is essential nowadays. Then you got the, you know, men are very accessible. The internet is very accessible. I did a whole podcast on it. If you didn't listen, uh, you go back and listen to that. Right? Men are very accessible because, oh, if you're getting on my nerve and I don't like you and you're not running good game, if you're not piping me down, if you're not piping her down right, if you're not doing all the things that, that, that are necessary to maintaining that relationship, I'm going to choose up. And it's easy. All dating apps, you know, I can text. And then a lot of guys don't understand that they're trying to put this girl first. You can never put her first. If you're not a religious person, I always say God come first. But if you're not a religious person, your, your purpose has to come first. You have to put you first. So being a little selfish sometimes is okay, especially with your time. There's been so many studies done that show that men who aren't as uh, readily available come off a lot more desirable. And and this is and this is something that uh uh that is very important. Another big mistake men make and they don't understand about women is letting her control the situation. Women will beg for this power, but when they actually get it, they don't want it. They don't want it because then they punish you for it. They say they want to be in control, but they don't want that shit. They want to be submissive. They might they might yell at you and say, I want the, I don't want a man like that. Don't fall for it. How many women say things that they don't want all the time? Women are very indecisive, especially as far as a relationship goes. But society's feeding women that, oh, you're independent. You don't need a man. No, you absolutely do need a man. That is that is the sole purpose of your creation. That is the sole purpose of your creation. To think that to think that you don't need a man. Scotty, you're going to get blocked if you don't mute your mic. To think that you don't, it's it's an illusion. Because then you fall into that trap and you say you focus on your career, you focus on all the things that you want. Um, and uh, now you're in your 30s, right? You're more at a high risk pregnancy, uh, you know, and then you you call yourself wanting a man that is high value, you know, the high value thing. I hate it. But and then uh, but you got to understand those men, they don't want you because you're not at your best. There are always exceptions. There's always exceptions, right? But another problem is women want these men and they are not in position. Like, it's like, all right, cool. If you want a million dollars, what would you have to do to get a million dollars? What would you have to do to get a million dollars? You would have to work a lot harder. You would have to change your spending habits. You would have to do certain things. Okay. Then you have a girl who's, who's overweight. And sometimes women who are a little overweight than, than the average, right? Uh, like say, for example, you, for your certain height, you're supposed to be a certain weight. But some women are overweight and it fits them well because I date these kind of women, right? Nice body, voluptuous, big booty, nice, everything nice. But 
but that might fit them well. So there's always exceptions to that rule. But you have women that are morbidly obese. You have women that who come outside in sweatpants all the time, trying to look comfortable, talking about, I want a man that makes a million dollars. I want a, I want a rich guy. You don't qualify. You look, you look like trash. But you want this kind of person. You don't even have the proper etiquette. You, you speak, you know, you talk to men crazy. Anybody who has options is not going to deal with somebody who talks to men crazy. Talking about I'm running a relationship. Bitch, you ain't running shit. How? Same thing with men. Men, men, they want they want this classy woman, but you you talking about as soon as you meet her, oh, come over to my place. Let's go hang out at my No, take the girl on a date, stupid. And what do you think? How you think you're gonna get a girl like that? And you talking about, oh, come over to my place, and you showing your intentions from the jump. You ain't got no type of game. What girls want to date you like that? Right? That, that, it does not work like that. Some of these guys don't even have the slightest bit of game. If you can't, if you don't have money to afford to go on a date, then go date you somebody who has absolutely no standards that'll come over to your house on the first date, right? And one of the biggest things with men is that they don't have a life before they get to these women. You know, women have men have the highest suicide rate, right? But one thing men don't understand is you have to be happy before you get with this person. You have to have a life of your own. She cannot come first. You have, you must have a grandiose life with it before you get with this person and you get in a relationship. And once she understands that she can never come first, and your and your priorities and your life and your purpose comes first, if she ever decides to leave you, you already have a life. You already have an abundance mentality. Because a lot of men and I've had clients who talk about they want to kill themselves because this woman left them. And that is not the right way to go. That is not the right way to go. And a lot of men make this mistake. We're going to end this episode off. 